Hey guys, I just wanted to reach out to you and let you know that Surewinder is still selling amazing products. Some of you guys have been dragging your feet for whatever reason. If your shoulder hurts, do not waste time. Pull the trigger. I just bought uh, four or five of them and uh, we had two guys out. You know how much it cost me to pay for two guys being out with bad shoulders? We just pulled the trigger and we said, listen, everybody's going to have one on a truck. It's mandatory. You got to use it. Don't hesitate. Don't wait till your guys go down. It's going to cost you more. Buy a sure winner. What's up, guys? Ryan here, Torsion Talk Podcast. So we just wrapped up another training and uh, we got guys here from all over the East Coast, mostly. We got somebody from Arkansas and uh, you'll know that when he talks, by the way got the southern thing going on it's not like a arkansas got their own uh their own um what's it called twang twang yeah i feel like everyone for arkansas could be a really good country singer so anyway um our new door classes definitely don't sell out like our service tech classes that doesn't mean they're not as good i'm just not sure why they don't sell out uh so we've only got five people here for this one um but I'm going to go around the room and just ask them what their takeaways were, who they are, where they're from, and what's the one thing that they're going to implement when they get back. Start with you, Jason. Jason Meadows out of Dallas, Fort Worth, uh, Meadows Garage Doors. So just building the system. Hold it a little bit to your mouth. So, Yeah, right there. Is that good? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, so just building the system and running through the – standard objections that we all get uh, with new doors and how to handle those objections and just keep the conversation rolling. Um, it was definitely beneficial to see how everybody is, is handling those throughout the country um, and just practicing with everybody. So your favorite part was objections? How to Always, yes. Yeah. Um, I think even when we did some role play, when... Uh, we got hit with, I'm going to think about it. Our instinct, just out of habit, was to be like, okay, instead of trying to figure out why they want to think about it, right? it is just, you know, taking that out and being like, okay, they want to think about it. I'm out of here. Yeah. You know, they'll buy it or they won't. Yep. Um, and actually trying to provide some more service and build some more value and ask the right questions to figure out why they want to think about it and hopefully make the sale. Yeah. Should we have spent more time on overcoming objections? Cause no. I feel like that was a lot of the questions in this group. I, I don't think, I think we handled the, the process because you got to get the basics down first. Right. Um, Cause we, I'm sure we handled about 50% of the objections that yeah. the guys are getting within that process. Um, but handling objections themselves is the more sexy. Right. Um, everybody's like, yeah, let's practice that. Yeah. Not knowing that the process is going to handle those. Yeah. So I agree. So would you recommend this to someone else? Yeah, you need to, if your closing percentage is not where you need to be, then you should sign up right now. There you go. Everyone seems to think my sales training is all about upselling customers is it has nothing to do with upselling? That's what I try to sell them, but they don't nothing. listen. Nothing. Yeah. If you think that 
You definitely need to sign up. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, Louise, you want to chat? No. Louise is like, no. Louise is uh, from Tip Top Garage Doors, and um, he's like the most friendly dude ever. He's who I would want to live next to if, uh, as a neighbor. He's like so kind. Let's go. If we could only pick our neighbors. Right. This is Blake Sanders, Charlotte, North Carolina, Tip Top Garage Doors. Important, valuable information yesterday and today. My main takeaway is value the service you're providing. Know that it's going to be done right and know that you're going to do it the best. And don't hesitate to ask questions and why. Yep. Direct the objections. Yep. Direct attack the objections. Yep. And when you say value what you're doing, can you expand on that? Like how you got to that point from what what we talked about this week? Certainly. Ryan mentioned previously what makes your company unique is that you are employed there. So show that value, present that value, and move forward. Yep. Very good. Would you recommend it? Oh, big time. I'm going to come again What uh, in my spare time. What did you, <laughs> that's all. What did you, uh, what one thing that you're going to implement when you get back that you think is going to help you sell more doors? Follow, follow through, follow up. You know, any amount of money is a big purchase these days. Sometimes you just can't close immediately. However, you can ask why. And you can reschedule at least a phone call. Yeah. Follow up. That's very good. All right, my man. Hi, I'm Brandon Justice with A1 Door Company out of Richmond, Virginia. And my main takeaway from this week is also to value our service, but not just value it, but put more value on it. I think a lot of us garage door companies, as you mentioned, Ryan, don't place enough value in what they're doing. Yeah, 100%. And I know, like, you even were like, this is why I'm here when we touched on, you know, price and value and uh, how we justify our prices and pricing things according to the value that we deliver. And so I'm a big believer in that, and I know that's a, a huge obstacle for a lot of people in our industry because, you know, it probably was – I know when I got in the industry, garage door openers were – you, you could make your margin and still install them for like 400 bucks. Um, you know, now my cheapest opener, and we really only sell the higher end openers, but we're like seven, 800 bucks is my cheapest opener, right? And that same opener, the equivalent of that opener would have been 450, you know, seven years ago. So, a lot of people 2014 was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and so like when we're evaluating our um you know our prices for the guys that's been in the industry a long time they're having to increase how, how much they're selling it for but in their eyes they're not seeing the increased value. So as employers we got to find ways to increase the value so our people in the field feel confident charging more not just because the cost of materials went up right? That's why we do it as owners. Our costs went up, so we got to raise price. But the guy in the garage may not be bought into the fact that the price went up and that should trickle down to the customer, right? I've been selling doors for 20 years. I'm not going to charge three grand for 
you know, an 18 by seven, two layer door. Well, that's fine. Uh, but that's what we need to sell them for in order to make a profit. And that's tough for some people, right? So as owners, we got to get creative and find ways to create or build more value. So that's perceived by the customer and the person selling it. Sometimes the best person to sell is your people that are going into the garage. And we got to do a better job of that as owners is selling them on the idea of believing in what we do. And if y'all don't believe in what you do, customers ain't buying. Right? So thank you for sharing. And you got a great radio voice. You should look in the podcast. Consistency in everything, including price, reliability, quality, not just quality, but great quality control. These are things that describe Somer USA. Somer's not some startup company, not one that you need to be worried about going out of business in the near future. Somer and their family of businesses are $200 million companies. They're in over 100 countries, and they have locations in 20 countries. This is a large organization who stands behind their product and works through integrity. And there's not another company out there willing to drop what they're doing and help you out like Somer. These guys are awesome. Not only have they been loyal to the Torsion Talk podcast, they've been loyal to the technicians and the owners of the companies who install their product. In my opinion, if you're not at least offering Somer as an additional option, you're cheating yourself. Listen, first-time dealers... I've got a special for you. If you buy 10 or more Somers while supplies last, we will offer you free shipping. You have no more excuses. The prices are great. The product is amazing. Go check out Somer USA and order 10 for free shipping. Arkansas. Yeah, this is Cole Hostetler from Harrison, Arkansas. Um, Kind of new to the sales side of garage doors. Uh, I learned so much in the last few days. My head's almost spinning. But probably my main takeaway is to be more aggressive, like when facing objection, try to overcome it, uh, following up after job, not just leaving estimates hanging. Uh, yeah, I definitely recommend coming to see Ron. It was a Good time hanging out with the guys here, fellow garage door sales guys. and Yeah, just the networking, like y'all hanging out together, I think is fun too, right? Discussing how each of you do things differently and getting ideas and picking each other's brain, I think is there's value in that alone, just hanging out. Yeah, it was, it was uh, an awesome time. Uh, I'm going to take all my notes back and – try to implement into my system at work now. Nice. Well, we appreciate, I appreciate all of you guys. I appreciate you coming. Um, I know that uh, when someone sells, like says sales uh, wasn't really their thing. I think you did a really good job this week. So I appreciate you jumping in and doing things that are uncomfortable, like role playing and uh, knowing that sales isn't your thing. Also want to address, like, I think two of the guys said that they want to be a little bit more aggressive about overcoming objections. 
Um, and I know a lot of people can kind of misread that a little bit and think, oh, he's teaching people to be aggressive. I do. I'm aggressive in my sales approach, but in a very charismatic way, which we, we talked about that. Uh, I'm not pushy, right? Uh, I overcame objections. You guys saw how I overcome objections. Did you guys feel at any point I was pushy? I was respectful. I removed the pushiness altogether. Uh, you can pick it up if you got a comment. You want to share something? Provide value, provide options. Yep. Let the customer choose. And the, the main thing about the objections um, is a lot of us just naturally lay down on the first objection and walk away. And in reality, we're all programmed as consumers to ask certain questions or, you know, play the game, I guess, to a degree. And so if you have good ways to be able to respond to those, then a lot of the objections go away. But the only objection that we can't overcome is what? Luis said it. He won't talk into Mike, so I'll say it for him. We cannot overcome the objection that we don't know, right? And if we work on our trade and we work on overcoming the objections, how would you like to be uh, spoken to if you objected to price? You should ask yourself and then write it down. What would be the perfect answer? What would be the perfect answer if you had an object price objection that a salesperson could respond to you? That's how you handle that, right? That's how you handle it. You treat others how you want to be treated. And I think that um, a lot of people have this perception that you're being pushy or whatever if you try to overcome objections. But in reality, I think it's just a natural thing that we lay down and walk away because of conflict or, you know, maybe we use excuses like I respect the customer too much or whatever. But we're all programmed to give automatic responses. And so we just need to make sure that we're not laying down on automatic responses where we can sell the door. Do you have something else to say? Yeah, that was my outlook on um, going a little further with that objection is not to close it, the sale, Correct. push through the objection to really figure out what it is that you missed. And because leaving the customer to go out on their own, because you did miss something, mm-hmm. Um just leaving them to their own device to go out on their own and figure it out, you didn't fully do your job. Right. Um, so, yeah, you do need to handle that with care because you could sound aggressive and right. it could come off that way. Um, but that's all the more reason to, to practice and get better. Yep. I'm a big fan of, um, I think my favorite part of the door sale is the fact finding because it's a challenge uh, every customer has different goals, needs, wants, and no customer is the same in that process. So you have to be really good at asking open-ended questions. And then uh, we talk about going in with an empty tool belt and filling that belt with all the information they give you in your fact-finding stage. And then when you're going to present quotes, you tie it all together. Mrs. Smith, you mentioned how the garage door is really loud and it wakes your daughter up when your son leaves. I built a package out that I think will really resolve that problem for you. It's our quiet door package. It comes with a belt drive opener. It's got very little vibration. We also have another option for an opener that's going to be $300 more if you wanted to add it to this quote. We actually move the opener to the side of the door and it eliminates all that vibration under her floor 
that it's high. You see all that angle iron right there? The vibration from that operator goes up into the angle iron into the floor where it's screwed into. If you want to eliminate all that together, we go to the side. And then I'm going to upgrade your hinges and your rollers to make it roll smoother and more quiet. So I'm addressing what she told me earlier in the conversation. And then you go to the next option. You say, this option is also quiet, but it's not as quiet. We're going extreme with the first option, trying to be as quiet as humanly possible. The next option is semi-quiet. Um, and then that, that kind of fix your problem. And it comes with this, this, and this. And then the last one's a, an option that's not so quiet. So it doesn't really address your needs as far as the noise, but it definitely replaces the door. And it's, um, it's our least expensive option. And then the customer, let them choose, right? Give them the options, let them choose. But if you tie in what they told you their hot buttons were after you do all the fact finding, it makes that presentation of the pricing feel way more comfortable, like you're delivering a price to solve a problem other than just delivering prices of doors, right? And if you remind them of that too, it's a little bit more of an emotional tie-in. Anything else? Y'all want to add anything else? I want to thank uh, all the business owners who paid us in their people here. Um, I was thinking about it last time we had somebody here. And I want you guys to reach out to your owners and thank them too, right? They're 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 not just paying $1,000 for you to be here. They obviously uh, trust that you're going to implement this stuff and also be around for a while because it's $1,000 for this. And then on top of that, it's the travel, the hotel, and the lost revenue of not having you there. So I think we calculated it with some guys last time, and we were around twenty five hundred three grand total investment minimum uh, for these guys to come in, for you guys to come in. That's a pretty significant investment, especially for you, Tip Top. You got two guys here. Your business owner just invested like six Gs for the two of you, right? Uh, maybe five. I don't know. You're all sharing a room with a king oh, bed. <laughs> maybe <laughs> next time. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Louise is like, nope, not going to happen. Um, but what I'm saying is, is that I really appreciate the business owners who are invested in their people. I appreciate you guys. Please let your, your owners or managers know that you really appreciate the investment and show them, you know, that you're going to apply. Tell them what you learned and, um, and, you know, I'm here for you guys, so y'all can hit me up as well. If you have any questions, I love getting text messages weeks later talking about how the averages of closing rates gone up and people are choosing packages that you never thought they'd choose before just because you're offering them. Like, hit me up. Let me know about how things are going. I love to hear that stuff. So thank you guys for coming and participating and being good sports, especially during the uncomfortable moments of role-playing. And uh, if you guys are interested in signing up for the training, we got like three more trainings left, August, September, October. We're doing sales. Next time is going to be uh, technician sales training. And uh, we've already sold a couple of tickets to that. Those usually sell out pretty quick. And then we'll do new door sales training in September. And then October is uh, technician training again. I'm going to take a break from trainings after that for a little bit. Not sure when I'll come back to it, but um just giving you guys a heads up on that. Hope everybody enjoyed the show. If you learned something, hit me up. Let me know. I'd love to hear the feedback. Uh, even if you implement some of this stuff and you didn't come, 
I want to hear how it works. Thank you guys. Have a great day.